2: Good morning, Morning, Crypto. crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. So I'm going to be honest with our viewers here, and I got nothing written on the introduction because (laughs) we threw in last night. So I'm just going to go right down the line. We've got Johnny Crypto, the Funniest Italian in the entire crypto space and the top crypto researcher on the planet. Welcome in, Mr. Johnny Crypto. Gonzo, the crypto goliath. We got Billy, the chart analysis expert. And of course, the node defender is going to be controlling everything behind the scenes. But we still got some amazing information. We've got New York turning (coughs) off the lights tonight uh, for Algorand. Tesla continuing to stack and hold Bitcoin. And Morgan Stanley says crypto could become more widely used than ever with the new adoption of the strike currencies. So our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live from Phoenix this morning, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So I want to kick it around the group. We're already losing members. We're all on the same Wi-Fi here, but we'll start off with Johnny Crypto. Johnny Crypto, how'd you sleep last night? Welcome to Phoenix.
3: Good morning, everybody. How are you today? Thank you, Abs. I uh, I slept all right. I slept decently. No, no, no issues there. Um, but yeah, like you said, certainly <laughs> excuse us for any technical difficulties today as we're coming live to you from uh, Phoenix here. It was great to see all you guys. It was so exciting to be able to hug everybody and be together. So uh, I'm super excited and I look forward to today's show and the uh, the Freedom Conference.
2: It's amazing. We've been talking about this for so long, and to finally be here, it really is exciting. I'd like to go to Gonzo next. Me and Gonzo are about to meet in person for the first time. So, Gonzo,
1: how you feeling? Good, man. I literally just got off the plane, Shelly and I did, and so... But since we got off the plane, everything's been clicking. I got to see Mario. The, the biggest thing is like, you know, we're so used to everybody seeing everyone on video and we talk so much as seeing how tall everybody is, right? Like, it's funny. And then with Billy, like he was walking away and then I kind of saw the backside and I saw the LA hat and I was like, oh, that's Billy. And, but he had his earbuds in. So I had to like yell at him across the, the lobby. But uh, yeah, looking forward to see you abs in the lobby and give you a big hug. I just want to give
3: a quick shout out to Shelly. I just want to be the first one to make sure. (laughs) Shout out to Shelly. Finally, meet the famous Shelly. I'm looking so forward to that today.
1: Yeah. She's excited to meet you guys, too. 100%.
2: We'll go to the node defender next. In case you guys didn't know, he is three feet to my right, so I could turn my camera and show you. But Mario, how are you doing this morning?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, he's muted. There we go. Yeah, I have to yes. stay muted because we're in the same room. Otherwise, it's going to create this crazy feedback. But it's it's great to be here. It's it's amazing how we're literally all in the same hotel. <laughs> and we're coming to you live with some uh, crypto news. We might cut a little short today because we're a little underprepared. But um, but we'll make, we'll make this a great show either way.
2: 100%. And we enjoy doing this stuff so much that even though we're unprepared, we are still going to bring you guys the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics. But, Billy, you are back on the stream. There was two of you for a second there. Good morning, Billy. Please remember to unmute yourself. How you feeling? What's up, brother? I'm
0: tired, man. This uh, this time change is a little different, but I'm glad you guys are in. I finally got to meet Gonzo, so I've met the entire team now. So that is so dope. I can't wait for this conference, man.
2: it's going to be an exciting week and I'm really excited to meet a lot of the warriors who signed up because I'm excited to meet the team but the people who are in the academy that's the real stuff that's the real relationships that we're excited to meet and hopefully we'll bond with some people and create some lifelong relationships but we'll start this thing the same way we always do by showing you our good morning crypto account at 3 tgm Crypto on twitter 569 warriors are on there please go smash follow button and tweet at us we love interacting with you guys We'll hop into the Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index, which is still sitting at the exact same range it was yesterday, just above extreme fear at a twenty-seven. So we're going to skip past that and go right into the total coin market cap. We're actually getting some bullish price action this morning, sitting at one point nine five trillion in total market cap. We've got Bitcoin sitting above forty-two thousand five hundred and continuing to trend upward. Ethereum is above thirty-one hundred. XRP seventy-six cents. This 76 cent range is killing me, guys. I'm really waiting to see when we break past that 78 cents, get back above 80 and continue that bullish momentum all the way to a dollar. We've got Cardano at 96 cents. Polkadot, just below 20 bucks. uh, Cosmos, 42 cents. Algorand, 76 cents. And we're going to talk about some very interesting stuff Algorand is doing in New York City this morning. They are turning off the lights. That's a little insight. We've got Stellar at $0.20. Cents, and of course, we'll cover Hedera sitting at $0.20 cents again this morning. So I'd love to get some comments from the group. Gonzo, you seem like you're the most <laughs> So why don't we get some comments on what you're watching this morning?
1: Oh, man. That was awesome, dude. Like, I totally lost my hearing. I had to come back. Um, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you, Abs. Like, uh, I- I've had a lot of resiliency coming in, like, going to the conference. So I- I've had to, like, put personal stuff ahead of crypto. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm just excited to be here with you guys and get to meet everybody. So, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't even know what the price of Bitcoin is right now. What is it like, 41,000, 41, 41.5? Five? 42,500. Boom, boom, we're yeah. bullish. So, yeah. So, I, you know, I think we've talked about this before. Bitcoin kind of moves the market. I know we get accused of being Bitcoin maxis, but literally the only reason I talk so much about Bitcoin or I follow the chart is so that um, I can start to see what the market's doing because I'm all coin heavy so uh, it looks like we we're, were getting a little bit of a pump and so we'll see I, I think 42,000 is a is an important area so we'll see if we hold this uh, or see what happens because if we could hold 42k then you know we continue to move up and Gonzo,
2: you said something really interesting that stuck out to me. You said, "I'd love to see how tall everyone is in person." Well, Mister Johnny Crypto is six foot five, so we'll start there, Johnny. How you feeling, and what are you watching on this morning?
3: God, I only wish that the uh, the gods had blessed me with that kind of height. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, um, it's the warrior spirit. I might be six five, but definitely not height wise. That's for sure. But anyway, um, you know when you look at. When you look at what Bitcoin's doing right now, we talked about this in the moon phase. By the way, where's Selman? I thought Selman was joining us too. But anyway, um, I think I, he's in the chat. I just don't know why he's not on the live. But Selman, if you're in there, out there, get your ass in here. But anyway, um, we, uh, we knew that the moon phases were shifting, right? And we were going to bottom out this weekend. That's exactly what happened. And so we saw that we got the <laughs> BTC. By the way, just for the record here, okay, we are <laughs> cryptocurrency maxis. Or more like altcoin maxis. I would classify as we're definitely not BTC Yeah, or XRP, right? But we are definitely not BTC maxis. But anyway, nonetheless, I, I love our audience. But, um, you know, I expected this Apps, We knew we were going to get the pullback. We got it. We usually hit the bottom around the full moon time frame. And now, boom, for the next two weeks, we should have some really good bullish energy. The question that you want to keep an eye on here now is let's see how far this bullish energy can, can take Bitcoin. Because as we saw yesterday, I think it was yesterday, Sean, I don't even remember because when we travel, I forget timing. Um, there's a lot of resistance above us right now. We've got a lot of moving averages we have to bust through to be able to really get, you know, into that next level up. So maybe we could even test 50 or 55. So I'm looking for that to see if we bust through those averages. And I think they were somewhere in the 42 to 45 range. Um, So that's what I'm keeping an eye on.
2: Awesome, Johnny. And I want to get some comments from you on Wadspay pay, because we've been talking about this consistently for a while. And I also want to go back to Gonzo and get some, uh, some insight on the moon phases and what we're experiencing now, because we are at some form of a local bottom. But let's go to Johnny Crypto next. How are you feeling about Wadspay? Pay? Maybe you can give our listeners some insight into that project and the real utility there.
3: So I'm, I'm really, really starting to fall in love with Wadspay. Pay. The symbol's WTK. I think I first heard of it from XRP Jenna. By the way, Jenna's going to be back on the show in two weeks, guys. So if you loved her appearance, uh, don't forget to come on by. We'll have her on in about two weeks. But um, what I love about this Wadspay Pay is the fact that it's, it's a company that's coming together and trying to bring crypto payments to, you know, through retailers, right? So they're trying to reach out to all the retailers. But the reason why I'm fascinated about it, as we always say, at the end of the day, um, <laughs> someone's funny. At the end of the day, it comes down to who are you investing? What's the management team that you're investing in? And when you look at the WADS Pay team, These guys are all from like MasterCard and all the top payment vendors and and, and the team they've built is pretty impressive. So when you have the connections and you know your market, those are two really key important things into making stuff happen. And And now they just formed a bond with Algo. So, you know, I mean, when you look at them at 20 cents and you're if you're looking for something that might have some upside, what got me the most excited after putting all that together is you go look at the max coin supply. It's very limited. I think it's maybe a hundred million coins. So this thing with a with a, with a small market cap, you know, if it pumps that off, they if they nail one or two big contracts, I mean, this thing could could really fly. This could be a big winner. This could end up in the hundreds of dollars. So you know, we like those stories from, and we know what happened. Just ask Andrew. Twenty nine cents, he got Luna, and I was sitting what ninety three bucks. This has the same potential, but we just need to see if they can form some relationships in the marketplace. But I'm going to roll some dice at 24
0: cents.
2: And I began my dollar cost averaging process on this project a couple of weeks ago. But what I love what you said is that you're focused on the real world utility that this currency provides. And like we just saw, it's only a $45 million market cap, so much room for growth. And there's always unique opportunities when you're talking about coins with real utility that are also worth less than $50 million. But I'd like to go to Gonzo next. I'd like to get some insight on the moon cycles maybe and where you can see us going over these next couple of weeks, not from a price action standpoint, but just overall what typically happens during these periods of the moon
1: cycle. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for those of you that maybe heard us talking about it before and just wondering what we're talking about with the moon phases, it's about the energy, right? Um, it's either bullish or bearish energy. So usually about uh, five days before or after a uh, new moon, we get bearish energy. I'm sorry, bullish energy. Right. And yeah. then five days or, or four or five days before or after a full moon, you get um, bearish energy. Right. Um, and so they're basically with, if you looked at a chart of Bitcoin, you would see that um, when we hit a full moon, we end up getting the microcycle low. Right. And then what, what starts to happen is as we move oh, towards Johnny. the new moon, you get the microcycle high. And so that's what we're talking about there. So over the weekend, we had the full moon, and you can see where we kind of probably bottomed out. And this is just like in short term, not overall, right? But if you were to look at a chart of Bitcoin and you match up the moon phases like on TradingView, you could literally see where it matches up, the highs and the lows as it moves. Um, What's going to be interesting is as we get to the end of the month, I know there's an eclipse. And an eclipse usually um, has some effect on the market. Um, So we'll see what happens at the end of the month. But um, you know what I I will add? um, Because, you know, earlier you asked asked me about like – altcoins or things that I'm watching in the market. Uh, you know, because we're, we've we been involved with XRP for so long, sometimes we have a tendency to forget that there's like new people all the time coming in. And so for those new people, I see it in Discord, right? The number one question we get asked, I get asked in Discord is, where do I buy XRP, right? And so, um, so the, for those people that are, you know, here's talking about XRP or just found the channel or the Academy or what have you, um, and we're at whatever the price is, you have to have a plan, and it's whatever you're going in at, right? So there are people that got into XRP when it was a dollar sixty, when it was a dollar seventy. So for them, it's a great time to buy. If you have never gotten, <laughs> right? There's people a couple of years ago that got in XRP like at seventeen cents and twenty cents, right? And so for those people, right now, you probably have your bags already packed, right? So, but if you if you never invested in XRP and you're wondering, well, is it going to go lower? Is this come down and buy? You know, you've got to look at when have we seen these prices before? And um, and we haven't seen them for a while, right? The XRP does this. It ranges. So I would say it's a good time to dollar cost uh, average into XRP if, you've, if, if you don't have any XRP. And then what you do is you pay attention to it, right? So if your average entry point, that's why it's important for you to have a plan, is $0.80. Cents, anytime it's below $0.80, cents, it's a good time for you to buy, right? If your average price is 70 cents and it goes up to 90 then it's not a good time for you to buy it right unless you have a longer time horizon so it's just really important for you to figure out what kind of investor you are what your time horizon is so that you know you specifically is it a good time to buy it for you or not
2: that was beautiful gonzo and I, we did get a comment here where can i buy it at so where can people buy wads pay johnny i'm pretty sure they sell it on bit true is there any other exchanges that you feel like are worth mentioning
3: um, right now, that's where I'm getting it from. I'm buying it on Bitrue. Uh, but if you go to CoinGecko or or Coin you just type in WTK, uh, and we can put I'll put the symbol here. W-T-K. I'll put the symbol here in the uh, in the chat. There it is. Um, if you go to you go to um, Coin Market or CoinGecko, you type in WTK, scroll all the way down to the bottom, um, and you can find where it's located. But I personally bought mine at Bitrue uh, Apps.
2: And that's where I purchased mine as well. But I'd like to take some time to shout out to our listeners. This is a little unorthodox episode. We don't have too much content prepared for you guys, but we do have some great Morgan Stanley and some US crypto information. If there's any comments that you guys would like for us to address, go ahead, smash that like button and throw your comments in the chat. And I'm sure we'll be addressing those. The Node Defender and Johnny and Gonzo, will all be pulling them up. This is going to be more of a fun episode where we get to interact and talk with you guys. But with that being said, we'll hop into our first article for today, which is Morgan Stanley Says Crypto could become more widely used as a currency. So we're seeing significant adoption from institutions and hedge funds, as well as billionaires coming out and promoting this stuff in the long term. But few people use cryptocurrencies to pay for everyday goods because the transaction fees are too high, and merchants don't accept crypto as payment. But that is changing. We're seeing Strike, which is uh, partnered with the Lightning Network, recently announced a partnership, which means a large number of U.S. stores and retailers and restaurants will soon be accepting Bitcoin. So Morgan Stanley says the partnership with physical stores could be more important milestone in the evolution of Bitcoin as a u- being used for payments as over 85% of sales in the US occur in person as opposed to online. So the fee to send Bitcoin using the Lightning Network is close to zero and the ability for merchants to use and accept crypto rather than using existing cards might lead to less volatility within the market. So I thought this was exciting. We're getting tons of bullish news, but it's really good to see some bullish news for the retail investors out there actually having access to buy goods and services with their crypto. This is big news. We'll kick it to Johnny Crypto and then to the Node Defender. What are some of your thoughts on the adoption of crypto as a whole? And how do you feel about retail being able to use their their cryptocurrency, not as just a store of value, but to actually purchase goods and services.
3: I mean this is exactly why I love WTK. This is I mean, you just like read the the use case for it, right? Um, and so we know that <coughs> retailers are gonna start accepting it. You're gonna start seeing this push to send it. And obviously, you know, in this case they're talking about the Lightning Network and Bitcoin. But I think the reality is you're gonna see all cryptocurrencies. They're all they're all going to make their way. Some of them are going to make their way into becoming the payment system. Now I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know which one is going to be the ultimate because I think it's going to be a fragmented market for a long time where you're going to have all these different cryptocurrencies you're going to be able to pay for. And then eventually way further down the road, that'll finally merge probably into one or two dominant ones. And and again, I'm not sure which ones it's going to be. But yeah, to me, this is just further indication like we have been saying over and over again, that at the end of the day, crypto's coming, you know. And I know all we all have friends and family. A lot of us call us nuts, but the reality is here, guys. The writing's on the wall. But we're all in it early enough, and everybody here already knows crypto is coming. You're just seeing the path to validation as it comes one by one, step by step, out there. So this is just another uh, another brick in the wall.
2: I want to give a shout out to Passive Aggressive Income, also known as Showtime. Good morning, brother. And thank you for watching our show. I know you met Mario yesterday, but the best members of our crew, Johnny Crypto and I are looking forward to meeting you in the future. (laughs) I'm just teasing Mario. But um, I did want to address something here where it says, I want to give them my dirty fiat. I'm with them. I'm not going to be dumping my Ethereum, my Bitcoin, my XRP for goods and services. They can take my cash because that's what has the least value in the long
1: term. We'll go to Gonzo next. Are you willing to spend any of your crypto on goods and services? No, and and that's the interesting thing, right? That's the conversation, right? Because we talk about, especially with Bitcoin, right? There's this whole mentality that, hey, you should be holding onto your Bitcoin, right? Because it's a store of value. But it's funny because you actually, in order for us to get the influx of money and for crypto to become an asset, it needs a use case, right? So you actually need it as a payment service, right? But we all know, like, I wouldn't give you my Ethereum or Bitcoin or any of my other cryptos as a payment service. Like he says, I just use my fiat money. But we need that, right? We need people to actually use this as a payment system for, for it to grow. So it's, it's really interesting. Um, uh, so we'll see what happens because, you know, we need it for the space to grow. But we also know by being in the space that we want to hold on to our assets, not use them to buy to buy things.
3: Yeah, just to build on it, I think what's going to happen abs is <clears throat> excuse me here guys, I'm still battling a little remnants of the K19. But um what I think is going to happen is it's going to be ultimately some kind of stable coin when we say crypto. I mean, we know that right now that's the first thing the uh, Fed and government's going to work on, right? So I, and you're going to probably see regulation first come out on stable coin as well. So I really believe at the end of the day it might be like a USDT or usdc or some kind of stable coin what are you guys talking about over there i want to part of that conversation um <laughs> uh, but no um <laughs> so i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be uh a stable coin ultimately at the end of the day because i agree with with showtime and, and and um gonzo there ain't no freaking way you're getting my xrp or my xlm or my cardano nobody's gonna part away well for us who know we're not gonna part away but there was a guy that did you know buy two pizzas for what twenty thousand bitcoins so it's going to happen people are going to use their cryptos because they're not going to know better but to me what i think ultimately where we're headed is to a crypto stable coin so i should have been more clear about that that's where i think this is ultimately going in the long run
0: hey johnny oh we
3: got some echo <laughs> back here johnny so you
0: said that you don't know what we're laughing at so He's making funny jokes and I was just reminding him that he's across the room and I'll throw this lamp if he says, okay, yeah. <laughs> Well, you what Mario doesn't know is that
2: I'm a former Division One athlete so I'll dodge that lamp and throw it right back at him. We'll kick it back to Mario.
0: <laughs> but yeah, big showtime. Big big shout out to Showtime. Uh, thanks for tuning in today. It's awesome. Um, again, like I don't know why anybody would want to use crypto. We, I, we had this conversation last night. Uh, why would anybody want to spend their Bitcoin? It's just... You know, it doesn't really make sense to me in my head. People are looking at Bitcoin and crypto as, like, the hedge against fiat. So if you're going to spend it, that kind of defeats the purpose. I mean, it's nice to be able to, at some point, I could see myself, if I have amassed some large amount of crypto, instead of having to go into fiat, I could probably just go somewhere and spend it directly. I could see that happening instead of going to fiat and then spending it. But otherwise, and I think that these cards that are available out there, like the Coinbase card and the Crypto.com card, those are really good um, examples of how you could use your crypto or how you could use uh, to take advantage of some of the earnings you can make out of crypto. I know that last night we were having a conversation with uh, uh, as far as how you can earn 4% back in crypto when you're using your Coinbase, Coinbase card. So you can fund it with fiat and then you earn 4% in a choice of your crypto, which has the possibility to appreciate in price. So it's not like your regular credit card that you're earning 2%, 3 4%, whatever it is, and whatever you earn, that, that's it. But with this Coinbase card, you have the price appreciation of whatever crypto you're earning. So again, it's it might not be a huge amount, but it's it's still pretty cool.
3: Yeah, did you mention crypto.com? They actually offer the same thing. In fact, I, 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 you're going to laugh. I actually get excited. When I have to do a credit card payment, I used to use my Amex card for Miles. I don't use it no more. Now I use my crypto.com card because I don't know if folks know this. But every time you use your Crypto.com card, you actually get um, rewards back in Crow. And we're all, all we're all Crow. I won't say we're Crow Maxis, but we we like Crow. Crow is awesome. It's not like spending money and getting free Crow in return, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, Johnny, I'm totally with you. And I actually, somebody put a comment here. Ledger also has a card in the works. I applied for this card, so I'm on the waiting list as well. But I want to kick it into something that Mario said, which is that a lot of of retail investors have made more money than ever from the crypto space and are going to be less likely to sell that crypto for goods and services. And that's exactly what we have in our next article today, which is U.S. crypto investors made the most profits on the planet in 2021. So this is very exciting. We had crypto investors in the United States earn $46.9 billion of realized gains in 2021. And what do we always say on our channel? the only gains are realized gains. The two countries that followed behind the United States were the United Kingdom with $8.1 billion and Germany with just under $6 billion in profit. So we had the United States doing $47 billion in realized profit and second place was $8 billion. What does that tell you about the average crypto investor in the United States? But with total expected gains in 2021 up from 476% last year, Countries have surpassed their traditional economic rankings, receiving special recognition in this report. We have countries like Vietnam, which are ranked 25th in terms of GDP and 16th in terms of cryptocurrency gains. The Ukraine is 40th in GDP and and 13th in crypto gains. So what we're seeing here is a lot of these smaller countries are using crypto as a way to generate wealth for their economy and put that wealth back into their citizens' But I want to scroll down here where it says China was one of the fewest was one of the few significant countries that did not experience the same tremendous improvements as the rest of the world and where my brain immediately went to was one they're not free and two they have a central bank digital currency in the works so are they even allowed to access this stuff we'll start with Johnny Crypto what are some of your thoughts on what we're seeing here the United States investors cashing out their crypto and taking advantage of those realized gains while China doesn't even have that opportunity or isn't taking advantage of it
3: yeah, we are just lying and not telling us the truth. You never, you don't get, you don't get real news out of China, right? Just the way we don't get real news here either anymore. But I love the fact that you know countries are are leveraging. I mean, I have to, I can resonate with this perfectly because at the end of the day, I did, I personally saw my own. By the way, I don't. know if – Yeah, there it is. Put it back up there. I just want to uh, double that. Abs is the best host in the world. There's no question about that. And, and uh, shout
0: out to fatty. Shout out to fatty.
3: That's it, yeah. Here we go, Fart. Um, and you are, you know, here with the best host in the world and the best crypto team in the world. There's no question about it, right? As we uh, as we grow this thing, but at the end of the day, this should be super exciting for Americans and other countries as well, because we're in something that's so early. And 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 you know, I think a lot of us live this, right? Abs and, and Mario and Gonzo, we were all in the market in 2021, and I personally saw large gains here as well in this market. So uh, I I resonate well with this article. I totally understand what they mean. And and the funny part is, guys, this just the beginning. We're sitting here just at the beginning. And I laugh because like I'm in all these group chats, right? And I see people like, oh my God, I got to sell this. I got to sell that. It went up 10 cents. It went down 20 cents. And I'm sitting there like shaking my head. I'm saying, guys, are you fucking kidding me? It's not 2025 yet. Why are you worrying? They're like, oh, my God, it's the end of the world. Or, oh, my God, XRP is going to go down to 60 cents. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's a gift if it goes down to 60 cents. Because when it's sitting at 10 or $20 five years from now, are you going to give a shit whether you bought it at 20, 40, 60, or 80 cents? No. You ain't going to give a shit. But everybody's so short-sighted. But, the, again, this chart shows you there's so much room and so much potential um, for, for countries and people to gain. And the, and the gains are only really going to continue to come, in my opinion, For the next, you know, the technology hasn't even, it's not even here yet. (laughs) You know, Um, so regulation is the key, though. I've been saying it from day one. We need regulation. Once we get regulation, then we get real institutional money pouring into this. And then we see which coins go to zero and which ones become the hero. Because you will lose your money in some of them. And I'm okay with that. Because I know that
2: not every racehorse is going to win the race. I just want to be in the race. A hundred percent. And we're going to go to Gonzo here next, but Johnny, I love that energy that you bring because you always tell me we're so
1: early and do not lose sight of that. We'll kick it to Gonzo here. What are some of your thoughts? Um, you know, it's, I, I think it's interesting cause you know, you hear people talk about like, Oh, when are we going to have all season? When are we going to have all season? And it's like, where were you in 2021? We had alt season. Right. Uh, and it goes also into the conversation of, um, you know, Bitcoin and Ethereum will they see those all-time highs again, right? And I, I think this plays into that, like maybe we already had that, that, that bull run, right? When you see how much profits were made last year, uh, and I know we've talked about it here on the show, like do we think that Bitcoin is going to go back to its all-time high? Um, we'll see, but this kind of tells us that maybe not, right? That maybe we already saw the top and it wasn't like all the hype of the 100K or whatever. So we'll see what happens. I know that uh, Johnny's shaking his head. Because we, no we, we, I think Mario asked us this some weeks back, right? Do we think it's going to go back to all-time high? And, and I think the more that we go on, uh, you know, the more I'm thinking that we're going to um, – that we won't break that all-time high, not this year. Oh, know, not that's just my year. personal opinion. Yeah, yeah, I
3: agree with you this year. I thought you meant in general. I think by 2025 or 2030,
1: we'll, we'll, we'll
3: be way past the numbers that we see Bitcoin at right now. But, yeah, I agree with you, Gonzo. I'm not sure we break all-time high this year either. <laughs>
1: I I think we still can get an alt season of some, you know, we'll see how big it gets. But um, if we can get Bitcoin up to, um, you know, the 50s, right, like 50, 51, 52, I think we'll get an alt season. Um, And you could already see some of the alts have popped off like different ones. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just doing this thing because some of. Sorry, you guys. I'm just
2: having some fun on the stream today because honestly, we need to kill some time. We only got a couple more articles left. So if you want <laughs> yeah. to learn from us? Please show us some love. Yeah. Smash that like button and comment down below. We're gonna address all the comments today because we got nothing better to do. But we're gonna kick it into our next. Part of this article, I almost switched to our next article, but something very interesting was that Ethereum investors cashed out a total of $76.3 billion in 2021, surpassing Bitcoin as the highest realized earnings in the crypto asset class. I just want to leave this open for the group. We'll actually kick it to the node defender as I mute myself here. Why do you think United States investors have such an advantage when it comes to cashing out on your profits within the crypto market and specifically Ethereum?
0: That's a, a good question. Alex. First thing that comes to mind. I mean, it just feels like possibly could be because of the uh, off ramps that, that are available. Um, I think that we have good options in the U.S. despite the fact that it seems to it seems that regulation is, is taking a long time to play out. We do have Coinbase. We do have Kraken. Kraken is amazing for, for those of you that are looking to cash out large sums of, of your crypto. They have really high limits, so it makes it really easy for you to be able to uh, to Cash out of your crypto essentially, um, but but yeah, it's, it, it's those are really good statistics. I did want I did want to say as well that for those of you, you could most likely still buy some of the uh, a ticket for the online version of the conference, which is happening tomorrow and Saturday. You'll get to see all of us, and the Bearable Bull is also going to be streaming in to the conference. So if you want to listen to what Bearable Bull has to say. Jordan Harry, Coach JB, all of us at Talking Crypto, it's its its the event of the year. So make sure you get to the link and, um, and buy your online
2: tickets. 100%. And as I look at this chart, I mean, this is almost hilarious, the difference in this line. It's like if you remove the United States, all these countries are somewhat similar. And then we look at this line here, the United States cashed out almost five, six, seven times as much realized profits as the rest of the world. So what does this tell you about? the crypto market as a whole, and maybe some of the advantages that United States investors have, even though there's no regulation and no government agency
1: overseeing this particular market? Well, I think part of it has to do with ABS is that, um, you know, a lot of people in our country have bank accounts, right? And then when you tie in like the exchanges like Coinbase that allow you to directly connect to your bank account where you can turn the crypto in, into USD and then that moves right into your account, um, I, I can see why that happens. Uh, but I would say I would fair to guess that that has something to do with it. That we all have bank accounts, and it's easy to link up your bank account into the exchanges, right? Uh, but it just goes to show that the um, only realize, you know, that you have to actually pull your profits to actually realize that, right? I hear this argument from people that really don't know about crypto, and they say, "Well, but is it real money, right? Like, but do you really have that money?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you do." You, but you know, you have to actually pull the profits. You have to sell. And then you have to move it into your account. Most of us leave it in stable coins and re reinvest right into new products. But um, I can see that why that happens, right? I think it's because it's very very easy to uh, uh, onboard and offboard um, into your bank account.
2: And I think a lot of those arguments have gone away over the past twenty four months, Gonzo, where people are questioning: Is Bitcoin real money? Is Ethereum real money? I actually have an uncle, very successful guy, you know, been in been in the medical marijuana business for about five years. And when I brought crypto up to him in mid 2020, he basically, for lack of better words, shit on me, told me I was an idiot, told me that this was going to fail. I moved. I had a ton of stock market success and I told him I was shifting into crypto and he told me, don't be dumb, don't lose all your money. And here I am today. I've done a 6X on my portfolio over the last 24 months, specifically from following this group and Coach JV on how to navigate this market. And a lot of those critics have turned into followers. A lot of the people used to criticize me the most now blow up my phone and ask for advice and i say guys that's going to be 4.99 an hour so i'm just
0: <laughs> and i'm only teasing i love my uncle by the way
2: but we're going to hop into some elon musk news because i know people love this stuff and elon musk said that the official numbers on inflation understate the true magnitude of what's taking place today we're seeing almost 10 percent inflation take place in the united states we saw 6.5 percent inflation rates happen in canada this is a global movement and we're going to see more and more of that going forward johnny crypto do you have any thoughts on inflation? How have you been affected by inflation as a regular, everyday American investor?
3: You know, at the end of the day, I went to the gas station the other day. I had to do a triple take. I'm like,
2: God damn.
3: You know, so you definitely feel it. You feel it at the gas station. You feel it at the grocery store. You know, I'm a meat eater, so I love steak, you know, and the real real kind of you know stuff that they don't even include anymore in inflation reporting, right? Because they lie to you. But um, so actually so inflation is actually much higher than what they really tell you, right? Um, you know, try to buy you, you go in there and you try to buy a couple steaks and you know some fish and and they come out of the store you're like holy shit it's a hundred bucks and you but you bought nothing. So um it yeah it's it's pain we're all feeling it middle America the middle class we're all going to feel it at the end of the day. Um, and all we could really try to do is hedge with these kinds of plays, right? With crypto plays and. Finding passive income, you know, real estate. I love real estate. I'm in real estate, right? Um, so that's another way to hedge your bet as you know, as rents go up, you know, it kind of compensates. It sucks because your your tenants gotta pay more, but it's just how how it works, you know. But speaking of inflation, we've got the man. Look at this guy right here from Germany himself in the, the house. Hell? In the house, so oh, man.
4: man. Hey, what's up, everybody? Good morning. What's up, Selman? Hey, good morning, Selman. Oh, Are yeah. you guys doing inflation in Germany or yeah, what's absolutely. it like out there? Have you asked, You have to ask my mom. She's going grocery shopping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next no, so yes, yeah. week on the show, we're
2: going to have Selman and we're going to have his mom to talk about inflation. So be ready for that. Guys. <laughs> well, Selman, uh, since you're here, is there anything that you've been watching in the market? Maybe not even today, but just this weekend. Is there anything you think our listeners should be aware of from now until Sunday?
4: Yeah, first of all, I've seen Bitcoin is up at 42,500. Don't forget, guys, on a Sunday closing, you got to wait for the 43K level. If we see a weekly closing about 43,000, there is a very high chance that we, uh, you know, approach the 45K uh, resistance on the daily, which is the uh, 200 EMA. But if we can break and let's say conquer the 200 EMA again, there's a very high chance for a crazy run. I'm just I'm just looking forward to see that. Uh, but as always, this is the chance for you to take profits because it's gonna be ugly this year. And
2: since we have the first ever double live stream with Johnny and Selman being on the same camera, I'd love to give them a chance to just talk about their exit strategy. And let's say we do get some bullish price action and we get up to a fifty two, fifty five, fifty eight thousand dollar Bitcoin. What is some of your exit strategies? Are you going to be exiting early as opposed to late? Or does this, what are some of your thoughts on what's taking place today?
3: You know, um, obviously when you look at Bitcoin, since we're such huge Bitcoin maximalists here, I think I own 0. 0.0001 Bitcoin. So I won't be exiting much Bitcoin. But when you look at the rest of the portfolio, it's going to come down to, you know, how those react. So what we typically see is Bitcoin will go first. And then some of the altcoins follow. And, and I saw in this past, you know, we had an interesting little all season run maybe about a month ago, but everything I own didn't move. So it all depends, Abs, if my stuff moves. Yeah, I'm going to be exiting five, 10%. I've got my exit plan set up and I'm going to follow it. I'm going to exit some because as as someone just said right at the end of the year, who knows what this? I should say at the end of the day, who knows what this year is going to bring us. Um, and what I don't want to be do is being caught watching my account go up and then watch it come right back down because I do it all the freaking time. So this past little run we had, I think, in November-ish, we had a nice run, and I did start selling. So yeah, I will be. I will definitely be selling some, but 80 to 90% of my bags are coming with me to 2025 and beyond because I truly believe that's where the real run is going. I don't want to be selling too early as well because I want to be in the game when regulation comes because regulation is going to be a huge catalyst in this market, in my opinion. I want to be there for that, but... There's nothing wrong with selling five or ten percent because, as we see, stuff goes up, comes down, and then you can reinvest that back in again. And I would love to do that before regulation happens, if I could.
4: What's your thoughts? Yep. Yeah. Um, all I can add cool. to that is, the, you know, it's up to you whether or not you're going to sell five percent, ten percent, maybe fifty percent of your back. It's up totally up to you. All I can say is, the market when it when it turns green again and fear and greed goes back into greed above seventy. No matter what, take profits. That's all I can say.
0: That was um I was actually having this conversation with the warrior yesterday where um you know, she was asking me, How should I how should I be taking profits? And essentially like, if you look at it, the longer you can stay in the market, especially in crypto because of how early we are, the better it is in the long term. So unless you're unless you're needing to, to cash out in fiat for the short term because you've gotta pay bills or you're trying to make some investments outside of crypto, then the longer you can stay in the crypto market, the better it will be for the long term because, like Charlie Crypto keeps saying, 5% of the world's population is invested in crypto. So that alone is a catalyst. Not to mention a utility bull run, which we've not seen yet. We're seeing institutional adoption, but we haven't seen utility bull run. Most of these cryptocurrencies are still under development. Most of these blockchains are still under development. So let's see when an actual utility comes to play for XRP, for, for Cosmos, for, for ADA, that's going to be another catalyst. So the longer you can hold, that would be my personal advice. Just hold for as long as you can. And if you need money in the meantime, then yeah, cash
2: out. But otherwise, yeah. 100% Mario. And it's like we always say, the most valuable thing in this market is time in the market. And as we saw earlier this week, Kathy Woods came out and said by 2026, she's predicting a seven-figure Bitcoin. And she says it's not going to take many institutions to get us there. Only 2.5% of the total liquidity will have to be in institutions for us to reach a million dollar Bitcoin. And Kathy Woods has been ahead of the game for so long, way before she navigated into crypto. She's been on AI and 3D printing and all of this stuff. So to see her backing Bitcoin specifically is very interesting. And we've got another major institution that has been publicly backing Bitcoin since quarter two of 2021. Tesla has not bought or sold a single cryptocurrency In almost a full year and a half, Tesla exceeded revenue expectations in its latest earnings report. And that's no thanks to crypto. But what I did think was very exciting is that the company is currently holding $1.26 billion in crypto assets. And that's what I think is very important. We have uh, institutions continuing to flood into this market and not selling their bags. So it's kind of like our conversation that we had earlier. Why would retail want to spend their Bitcoin or Ethereum? On goods and services, when that Bitcoin and Ethereum is worth more than the cash that you could spend, or in the future a central bank digital currency, I'd love to start off with Gonzo here. The fact that Tesla hasn't sold a single Bitcoin or a single Ethereum during this time, what does that tell you about the market as a whole and where they see us going as a hedge against the dollar? Because at the end of the day, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and the crypto market as a whole, you're betting on the dollar losing
1: value and these assets gaining value. So I'll leave the floor open here. Yeah, uh, as you know we've talked about this before these guys just have a super long time horizon they see what they're holding and they're not going to sell it like it's another uh, i'm not surprised right it's another like um macro strategies and micro strategies they buy and they don't sell you see Terra luna now right they're coming in and end up buying bitcoin to back their stable coin um so when you see these billionaires and you see these companies and what they're doing they're buying and they're just holding because they understand um what they're holding and where we're at and how early we are and what that price appreciation can look like in five to 10 years. Right. They don't look at it as in, you know, day to day or even in like this bull run or the next bull run. Uh, You know, they're looking at a super long time horizon um, and, uh, you know, I don't see them selling it uh, at all. And so that's something to follow. Right. We always say follow the money, do as the billionaires do. Well, the billionaires are buying and just holding.
2: And it's like Johnny Crypto says. At the end of the day, no, I'm just kidding. We'll kick it to Johnny Crypto and Selman here. What are some of your thoughts on what Tesla's doing? And I think you can tie this into what Michael Sailor has said because he always looks at, like Gonzo just mentioned, a 10 year time horizon. What do you think Tesla is looking at when they're holding their Bitcoin and not willing to sell any of it?
3: You want me to go first? You go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. All right, I'll go first. <laughs> um, you know, again, at the end of the day, that was <laughs> guess keep- that was very yeah, there. It now. is. I guess I keep saying it. Um, the elites know something, right? They always they know they know stuff. There's a reason why they're putting four billion dollars and five billion dollars and multiple billions of dollars into into Bitcoin, and they are actually creating the credibility for it because you know you saw what you saw was um so what the hell is his name from Shark Tank the bull? Oh, Mr. Wonderful. So Mr. Wonderful yeah, Kevin
0: O'Leary, he he was, O'Leary. Kevin
3: O'Leary was not a, a Bitcoin follower either. And the funny thing was when he started seeing other billionaires, Saylor and, De- and Elon getting in there, now he started, it perked up his eyes, and he, his ears, and he started saying, oh, I need to look into it. And so then when he started researching the technology and realized, holy shit, this is a perfectly engineered money, he started getting into it, and they're just all going to come into it. And the reality is, what is money? Well, money is only value if us as humans agree to it. That's why the dollar... <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day. At the end of the day, the dollar only has a value because we're all willing to accept it. We're willing to exchange it. We're willing to believe it's real money, right? And it used to be backed by something, which was gold. Now it's just backed literally by our faith in it. And once our faith is gone, it means nothing. Well, that's what's happening with Bitcoin. You're just seeing a transformation of people starting to build faith in, in this new form of currency. And the more that the big guys build faith into it, the more it's going to become adopted by the sheeple. The sheep are just going to follow, right? Sheep want to be led. They're going to do what the big boys are doing. And so I think that's what you're seeing here. I think we are seeing the transformation of Bitcoin being accepted as another form of gold. And in this case, digital gold. Your turn. Yep.
4: And um, all I can add to that is, um, you know, car companies, they usually, like, especially like BMW or Audi, as I know that. Um, for a new model it takes up to five years to design it to come to it like let's say if you see a brand new car right now it's actually uh, des- it was designed five years ago yes and imagine That's these right. guys are buying into crypto etc they're we're talking about billions of dollars they're not just doing it like hey let's get into it because you know uh, johnny crypto mentioned that on youtube <laughs> right? they do a lot of like, this research yes and they know the uh, you know they have analysts there. They know how to, like, move money around, and they know right. um, what kind of danger there is, what kind of, you know, threats, etc. If they invest in cryptocurrencies, and probably the outcome was, hey, it's super bullish. It is a great hedge against inflation in the long run. That's why, you know, they haven't sold a single cryptocurrency. And, you know, we know that Elon Musk is, like, a super – actually a fan of cryptocurrency. He yeah. thinks that cryptocurrencies can really solve a huge problem and, and uh, also reduce the symmetric information. That's why um, I think, you know, you, slowly you'll see other companies join um, the crypto space as well. Kevin O'Leary is a great example. He's he's telling us this is software. You're investing in software and not yeah. like a Ponzi scheme or something. Right. This is software. And slowly you're going to see how, um, you know, this process will take, this road is, a, yeah, we're talking a long road, but eventually a lot of, you know, investors will come big investors but it's a progress it's not going to happen like overnight right. slowly but you'll see all of a sudden your xrp is like uh, appreciating price and you you don't know like uh, how fast time flies
2: Yes, and you guys both made amazing points there, but I think it's very funny that we didn't know we were going to have enough content for the day. We're already 45 minutes in and it looks like I'm not going to be able to cover all the stuff that I pulled up. So we continue to have this problem where I feel like we're not going to have enough and then I just love you guys so much that we end up talking. But I'd love to hop into this tweet here from Will Clemente. Year-to-date performance, Shopify is down 60%, Netflix is down 60%, PayPal is down 50%, Facebook is down 40%. The NASDAQ is down 14%, and Bitcoin is down 13%. So we have a lot of investors out there wondering, why aren't we experiencing so much bullish price action with massive inflation taking place? Well, it appears that this market's holding up relatively well as opposed to the NASDAQ and many other publicly traded companies out there. So I'd love to go to Gonzo here. What are some of your thoughts on what we're seeing here in Shopify, Netflix, PayPal, all being down more than 50%? Bitcoin's down 13%, and investors seem to be concerned. But for me, it actually looks like a
1: sign of bullishness. Yeah, especially for Bitcoin, right? I mean, this is what it was created. I don't know much about stocks. I don't dabble in stocks, but I can tell you that, you know, Bitcoin came from the crisis that happened in 2008, right? So it was literally built for this reason to hedge against inflation. So the more that this kind of thing happens, uh, I can see why Bitcoin holds its value because people are putting money into it, right? Whether it's retail investors or the hedge funds, or what have you. This is what it was built for, um, and not just like Bitcoin, but you mean, you can see how, how it's matured as an asset. And I think as more time passes and more money gets into it, we're gonna lose that volatility, right? Um, but you're starting to see now the other cryptocurrencies, they're gonna start maturing as assets, and so you're gonna start to see more money flow into them as they become like a hedge against inflation. But this is what cryptocurrency was built for
2: and our monetary system is just flat out broken right the fact that there's an institution out there that can just flood the markets with liquidity whenever they see fit it's very unsettling for retail investors like us who feel like we have no control over how valuable our money is there's no finite supply and that's one of the biggest things in cryptocurrency is that there's only ever going to be 21 million bitcoin a million of those 21 million are in satoshi's wallet 1.2 million have already been lost in in cold wallets and and through transaction fees so There's already only 19 million, and then we have 2 million that haven't been mined. So there's only 17 million total Bitcoin. I know it was a lot of numbers there, but there's only 17 million Bitcoin in circulation right now. And as that number continues to flood into the hands of institutional investors who are willing to hold for the long term, we're only going to get more bullish sentiment. I'd love to go to either Selman or Johnny Crypto, whoever feels comfortable, and just get some comments on, on what's taking place with the markets as a whole. We're seeing massive recessions or massive regressions in the stock market but Bitcoin seems to be holding its ground. What are some of your thoughts?
3: Well, first of all, it makes total sense. I mean, if you looked at the, the technical, the Nasdaq stocks, they were stupid overinflated. I mean, there was literally no justification for the amount of pump that they got, other than the fact that the, the Fed was pumping so much money into the market. And if you remember when we had the, the K-19 or C-19 event, right, right? Um, the tech stocks took off. They went flying in some of it because people figured, okay, everybody's at home. Netflix skyrocketed, right? But the reality at the end of the day was when you were looking at the valuations of tech stocks, even with people sitting at home, still some of them just went way off the charts, way too fucking high. And all you're seeing right now is a recorrection back to reality because they were saying, I remember at the time, all the experts were saying, Guys, fundamentals take them, roll them up in a ball, and throw them out the window. They're gone. They don't even matter no more because there was so much money and it had to go somewhere, and it was going to tech stocks. And again, we were seeing five, six, seven hundred dollar tech stock prices that just made no sense whatsoever. So, abs, this doesn't surprise me at all. This is exactly what I would expect. People are getting wrecked, and this is why you need to have an exit plan. Now, imagine for those people that are sitting there holding a stock that's down 60% today. Imagine if you sold Netflix three days ago before it dropped 90, whatever the hell it dropped, 25, 30%, right? That's why you want to have an exit plan so you don't get, you don't get, you know, raped during this process um, because that's what they're going to do. They're going to, somebody said it earlier, and I think it was Jeffrey, uh, stocks go up, stocks come down. Everything goes up, everything comes down. Doesn't matter. Even Bitcoin went up, came down. So you don't have to sell if you don't want to, but the reality is, you know, if you see these euphoric pumps where you get these monster, three and four day big green candles, right. That we know are unsustainable. Why would you lose that opportunity and not take some profit in those? Right. And and that's, that's all I'm saying. But at the end of the day, yeah, yeah. I want to bring the the majority of bags with me, but this kind of a drop here doesn't surprise me at all.
4: Yeah. uh, Early this year, Jim Cramer said, buy Netflix. Mm -hmm. When Netflix, you know, tanked. (laughs) And um, it's ever since that tweet in, it actually tanks sixty percent. Even more, sixty percent. So all I can tell you guys is, of course, we're talking like about a TV show, or like he's coming out to talking about stocks, helping retails, right, yeah. uh, to get into like assets. But like, don't listen to these people. Like they work actually for for the big for the big money, right, for the yes. big institutions, and they, of course, these are the people, the instruments that provide liquidity for them to exit.
0: So unfortunately,
4: exactly. uh, these kind of events, uh, of course, you know, the pandemic uh, is over. People yeah. are want to go outside, etc. That's also one of the reasons why people um, probably yeah. cancel their subscriptions. Yeah. Um, but, um, I would say you know this is just a taste of what's going to happen in, in the next. I would say like in the next twelve months. Uh, so I'm I'm personally for crypto. I'm expecting that one last push, but. I really believe there is going to be that cold uh, bear market, and this is really good. This is this is what we all need, and uh, you should embrace it because that's gonna that's the time where real wealth is being you know made. So guys, just if you see these red numbers, dollar cost average in, um, it's gonna be even. Um, it's gonna be a cold bear market in my opinion in the in the altcoins, um, but you know we're all gonna make it. Wealth is being made in a bear market. Don't forget that.
3: Johnny Ripple just took the words out of my mouth. He, this guy Kramer, he is the word. He's a crook criminal. If you go watch a video from him in 1997, God's am serious. If I can find a video, I'll send you guys the link. He literally talks about when he ran a hedge fund. He tells you all the illegal shit he did. Dude, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And he was like, we would, I would call up a buddy and I would tell him to write up a story, a fake story. About you know uh, about this company that I wanted to short, and I would short it, and then he would go and post an article, just some negative stuff. The stock would tank. In all these, he would go and buy like some options here to make it look like he was going one way, but he was really going the other to fool us, right? So at the end of the day, you have to understand you are the sheeple. Actually, someone just said it. You are the liquidity for them. The elites know that they can't dump another elites. The elites are too smart, so they can't. So they need somebody to sell at high prices to, right? Well, I hate to say it, guys, but we are the target. We are the ones being sold the bag of goods. So
0: you, FBI, open up! That's like, <laughs> always like,
3: well, they shut <laughs> us
0: down. <We're> <laughs> uh, they no, shut them down.
3: <laughs>
0: the that was beautiful. It,
3: you just gotta know, we, we are the we are the liquidity. We're, we're their liquidity. So don't be a statistic. Have your exit plan in place. Come to the come to the freedom conference. We're gonna have. We've got a new app. It's called Merlin. It actually has the ability for you to create an exit
2: plan so you can manage your crypto and not be a sheeple. So before we hop into some fun talk about the Freedom Conference, I did mention that the New York City was going to be turning off their lights to prove crypto doesn't have to be bad for the planet. Algorand, a carbon negative blockchain, wants you to know that it's in, it's not an environmental villain. And so they're going to be turning off the lights in New York City from 8 p.m to 9 p.m. I think that's just a pretty cool initiative. I was also watching the Celtics game and they had an Algorand ad on the on the top of the screen. And then on the court, there was a physical Coinbase logo placed on the NBA court. This is very cool stuff. And we're seeing more and more subconscious programming, which is what JB always calls it, of retail investors to become more and more comfortable with this stuff. But I want to switch gears here and just have a fun conversation about the Freedom Conference. I'm so excited. Gonzo, you're probably 30 feet from me and we've never met each other in person. So this is very funny. <laughs> But I do want to say thank you to all of our listeners. This is amazing that 134 people are tuned in right now, listening to us on a daily basis. And we are never going to miss the, miss an episode. I promise you that. We are the most consistent, most hardworking group in the entire crypto space. And I say that with confidence. So we're going to continue bringing you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics, regardless of where we are. If we're sitting in the same room sharing Wi-Fi, we're still going to log in. So I don't know. I guess I'll just leave the floor open here. I want to have a fun conversation. Is there anything that you guys feel like you should mention to our listeners or maybe just talk about the conference for a little bit. We'll start off with Gonza.
1: Um, I'm just excited just to, just to be with you guys. Like you can just feel the energy usually off the screen. Now it's going to be in person. Um, and then just watching Coach do his thing, the Bearable Bowl. Uh, and, and then Selman with Collecti. Uh, I'm really excited about that, sitting at the booth with with Selman. Uh, I had talked to him about like getting some, some questions answered and stuff. But just getting more information on Collecti. So you guys check it out, join the Discord, but uh, that NFT project is going to be something different.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, Selman, floor is yours. Please give, give us some insight into what's going on with Collecti, and, and maybe, Johnny, you can talk about Merlin. We only have a couple minutes here, but floor's open. There
4: you go. Yeah, so um, we basically a couple minutes ago, we announced a partnership with, um, with a startup company from the Netherlands, um, and providing augmented reality solutions for the, the NFT space so we're partnering with them it's going to like change the whole game, a uh, whole new user experience for our collectors so um, it's going to be amazing especially the people here joining the Freedom Conference will have a first taste here, it's, it's unbelievable people are so cool and uh, let me tell you one thing um, I met one of the warriors yesterday I just want to uh, give her a shout out Sarah, Um we just met yesterday and the funny mm-hmm. thing is she said her birthday is on sunday and uh, and she wanted to come to see the freedom conference it's all about abundance and i was like like imagine like it's the main topic is like crypto right mm-hmm. but like or generational wealth but nope it's abundance love energy that's why people come here to arizona to um, why they want to join the Freedom Conference tomorrow. It's it's more than that. It's a mindset. It's a love energy. That's why I'm super excited for tomorrow. I want to say thank you, Sarah, for this. Um, yeah, for this comment yesterday. It was amazing.
3: Yeah, and uh, it is. It really is all about the energy and the love and the vibration. And um, in, in terms of, uh, so collective will be there talking about the NFTs, which is an awesome project. We also have Merlin there. So Merlin is the app. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. Uh, go to uh, Get Merlin uh, or at Get Merlin on Twitter. And I don't know if I can share the screen here. But if you go to at Get Merlin Twitter, you can um, join the link. There's a link there to get on the waitlist for the beta version. We're going to give out so many where you get free access for 30 days to try it out. But you got to go sign up. So go there to Get Merlin. Um, and you can, uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you, Mario. And basically, uh, you can sign up on the waitlist for it when it comes out. Uh, you could be a beta tester, try it out, tell us what you think. But what's awesome about it is right now when you try to track your crypto, I don't know about you guys, but I'm having a hard time. My, I kind not know what my account was worth. I got multiple accounts that are all over the place. These exchanges do a, sh- a shitty job of showing you what your average cost is. So you don't know your, your pricing. So the app does all that for you, puts it all in. So you can actually see what you made today, what you made overall, and more importantly, has an exit strategy. So you can create your own or... You can use Coach JV, so it's really cool. Come check it
0: out. Yeah, I just want to say thank you so much to everybody that always watches our content that you know gives us a really, really positive comments. Um, anybody watching that's going to be here for the Freedom Conference, I can't wait to meet you in person. Um, I can't wait to go downstairs and hang out with these awesome guys and the rest of the team. So it's going to be a, a great rest of the week, and it's going to be a great weekend. I'm just really looking forward to it. And uh, shout out to the boys at UTech. For
2: watching our content too nice <laughs> gotta love it gotta uh, love, yeah. love it mario for those who don't know what you is that is mario's company so gotta show some love to the Utech guys of course and i want to show some love to shelly i saw her pop into the stream for a second She's right here good morning shelly and there welcome to is. the live stream for the first time <laughs> we've been looking forward to this day for quite a while so we're all in arizona of course shelly's here too but i want to say thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in today thank you to gonzo thank you to shelly of course Thank you, Mario. Thank you, Selman. And thank you, Johnny. I love you guys so much. I always have such a blast on these podcasts. And it's so much fun that we're together this time. So hopefully we're going to get to host an in-person Good Morning Crypto event. Thank you to all of our listeners. It's been a blessing. And it's like we always say, Warriors rise. Get your shit together, baby. Thank you for joining us today. Let's go.
0: There they are. I'm feeling good. like number five now.